Pay Ratties. We love delivering you fresh, hot piping trash directly to your ears every single week, but we need your help. Yeah, with the cost of living crisis, a lack of advertisers wanting to support a podcast serving this much c- and probably future defamation lawsuits on the horizon, we need your financial support. If you're in a position to, please join our Patreon or buy some merch to keep rats in the gutter alive and festering. Yeah, festering. Please. (laughs) We're desperate. (laughs) Buy some merch! (laughs) Sexually active women should be on prep because... HIV is not just for gay men. Exactly, and I think they're more statistically prone to getting it as well. Like that specific cross-section of the population is, is sexually active women and their late 20s, early 30s. Yes. So you are very vulnerable. My flex, my elastic puss is wide open. (laughs) My elastic elastic puss. Oh my God. Kia ora. Kia ora, everyone. I'm Sam Takani. And I'm Johanna Cosgrove. And this is Rats in the Gutter. Gutter. <laughs> and this is Rats, Rats in, in the Gutter. Gutter. A podcast where two sex crazed femmes <laughs> talk about the highs, the lows, the pitfalls, and the pitfalls. <laughs> Of navigating the necropolis that is Tamaki Makoto. Tamaki Makoto, yes, that's Aotearoa, right. We're two Auckland. shrill femmes with, with the audacity to think that we have something to tell you about your life that you don't already know. <laughs> <laughs> and audacity is my middle name. Yeah, despite drowning in the same media stream as you, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what are we talking about today? We're talking about the supernatural, spooky, ooky, ooky. Um, and which mean, is very auspicious, is it? Yes, because tonight. It is a blood moon. It's a blood, blood moon. moon eclipse in Taurus. Not that we're able to see it. I mean, it's so fucking overcast out there. I know. Yeah, it's but we can, I can feel it. Can you? Yes. I think we've just, just we've just decided that I was the alpha uterus. So anyone, if anyone's feeling <laughs> the blood moon, if anyone's feeling the lunar eclipse, it's me. Well, if you're feeling it, then you're dragging me down with you. As that moon rises, my polyps will unfurl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Samuel's cysts heard popping from <laughs> the tippy top of Mount Eden. Yeah, I thought Guy Fawkes was last Friday. What's, what's that? <laughs> what's, what's that? Oh, it's just Samuel's PCOS. <laughs> oh, yeah, revolting. But if you're suffering from PCOS, know that you're not alone, and it's a, re- it's a really normal thing to have. What are you looking? Are you gauging a sponsor? <laughs> PCOS. Yeah, did they have a lucrative society like the Cancer Society? Oh my god, I wish I joined it. I don't. Ev- I don't even know if I have PCOS. Not that the Cancer Society's like got money. I've been to that cancer house. I'm grafting it. Looks and smells like. Well, shit. the Wellington one's just been renovated. Ronald McDonald. Well, and they need to do it, it is- to the grafting one because it smells like soup in there. Oh, sorry about and that. And nobody's cooking soup. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's cooking fucking soup. The one in Wellington is absolutely chic They have gone full. Chic-a-leak? <laughs> have you got camo in Wellington? Fuck me, it's chic. <laughs> it is so chic, girl. That ACOM is fabulous. And just a footnote, <laughs> um, both mine and, and Johanna's dads have had cancer. Yes, uh, and my mum. And your mum. And that's why we've been to cancer, cancer society houses. <laughs> We're not just riff, riffing on the decor. <laughs> It's a society and like, It's like that man goes room. It's like, get in, bitch. We're going shopping. It's like, get in, bitch. We're going to the cancer society. <laughs> house, yeah, fuck. <laughs> the Acom was quite spacious, though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was quite, it was quite. And they had a really nice garden. Oh. But yeah, that soup smell. It just, it's got to go. It's got to go. Yeah, a bit go. of Febreze. Yeah, maybe a, a community Dyson. I don't know. A community <laughs> Dyson. I wish, because you know how we're talking about, about supernatural. I wish yes. you had a ghost story about your stay at the, at the cancer society house. 
Do you have one? No, I don't. But that would have been fucking. It would have been I perfect. Know. It would have been amazing. But have you? Do you have a ghost story? Oh my god, babe! I've seen so many ghosts, but I can talk about my first ghost instance. Yeah, I want to know the first. Um, it would have been so. I was like, oh my god, like nineteen twenty. I was drinking at a friend's house in Whangarei, and I stayed the night. And I woke up in the middle of the night in their living room, and this happened to me. And I just felt like I had the dreads. And I was like, oh, yuck. And I look across the living room and there's this man, this woman and this little boy just standing there. And I was so... A family of three. Yep. Like a man, a woman and a little boy. And I was like petrified. I was like, what the fucking fuck? And like, even though, you know, all the windows were shut, the right side was shut, but I could see like, I could see them in such like... um, Vivid clarity. Yeah. Such like detail. 4K, babe. 4K. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking 4K. Blu-ray. Yeah. 1080, babe. 1080. (laughs) I could see the woman's hair and dress like undulating Fuck and I went. Yeah, it was so petrifying. And I slowly stood up off the couch and like backed up against the wall and just inched my way towards the light switch. It took me about 20 minutes to get across the room because I was so terrified. But it was like they weren't aware of me. They, they were, were just They were just present. Sta- standing and staring. So they weren't malignant. Well, nothing happened. Mm. You know? Unless I, I, this was like post diddling and I just hadn't worked it out. <laughs> I just did it goes. Yeah. Well... Speaking of fucking a ghost, my first actually no, let me rewind. <coughs> my first ghost interaction was in Parapara Umu. I was um at the Junet Huge Dance School and How old I, are you at this point? Um, well I started dancing when I would have been like six, so and we used to do our recitals at the end of the year at the Southwoods Car Museum Theatre. Ballet, Ciroc, um, Contemporary. Tap, jazz, ballet, show kids, which was um, the High Achieving Performance oh Children. And yes, I did perform at the Carpety uh, Cheese Factory as a mouse. Oh but God. an opera diva mouse. Oh my God. Yeah, you best believe. <laughs> See, the dangers of I having like, a career peak the, in small town New Zealand. I want to be the diva. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the... And then, Poor um, my Hannah Candy, who was in the class with me, she had to be the maid, and I was the diva. Hannah Candy. Her name was Hannah Candy. Well, you know she's stripping now. Sorry. Anyway, anyway goes, so goes. I was at Southwoods Car Museum, and because my mum was friends with my dance teacher, and she would help pack, and so we would, you know, they'd be like sort of doing show stuff, and then me and my sister would just we would run wild in that theatre. <laughs> Fun fact: my parents were also married there, Aww, and I swear to God, there was like. There was just an ominous. I didn't have the four um, K clarity, but there was like the the lights would go on and off, and there was no one there. And I'm I'm sure I saw a shadowy figure. So it was like more of a prickling and a. And it was a, it was a, it's a prickling and a quickling. Was like crickle crackle. You really set that up by where the cheesecake factory. We had the. And we had the empty theatre and then flickering lights. Oh, my God. And you thought I was... M. Night Shyamalan over here. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Where's the climax? Where's the fucking climax? (laughs) I'll have to give it to myself later. Oh, my God. And and, um, (laughs) if you, too, can have a discount code on a satisfied pro (laughs) tour. Feeling disappointed? (laughs) Feeling disappointed by rats in the gutter? (laughs) I know you're not using the satisfied pro, girl. I've seen your dildo. Oh my god that I was given. Yeah, (gasps) it's crazy because the funniest thing about so I recently was given a dildo and it's the first dildo that And this ties into the fan because Johanna has a supernaturally elastic cunt. I do. (laughs) I love, 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 love a big dick. I'm talking (laughs) eight inch plus. I'm a size queen. Ow, but awesome. 
<sighs> but ow, but awesome. I'm flexible. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. Um, and she and I shrink back. That's the magic. That is that is spooky uki My anus is a similar elasticity. You know, I could oh. take a fist before the first before the first lockdown, and I could take at least half of that massive black dildo. That massive for me. that doorstop. Yeah, but it's now literally a doorstop. I can't that, do anything else with it. The lava lamp from hell. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I wouldn't want to do anything else with it now because it's covered in, in, you know, dust and cat hair. It looks like a burnt igloo. It is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> a burnt igloo. <laughs> but it used to be great, you know. Mm. We used to be lovers. And now we're strangers. Estranged. I know, estranged. And now he just sits in your door. Anyway, where were we? We're talking about... Oh, my God, the dick. So the dick. I was given a dildo by a lover and... <laughs> for the first two days, I just used it for prop comedy. I just stick it to the wall and hang my handbags off and make weird little <laughs> videos. And then I had to redact that and I posted it all over my little Finsta, my private Instagram. <laughs> made extensive amount of prop comedy videos. And then I had to redact it all when he came over and fucked me stupid with it. And, oh, yeah, nice. and so I was like, oh, my God. My, someone came around and they were like, oh, my God, that's that dildo that you were given. It was covered in juice. touched it. Oh, God. Never touch another person's sex toy. No, or even, even if they lie to you and say that they just use it as a benign prop in their crack-up little Insta stories. What virginal friend of yours was it that touched it? I can't reveal that name. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you for mouthing yeah. that to me. Yep, yep. I'd guess that. I'd guess that. Um, what about aliens? Have you ever seen an alien? No. Okay, no. Really? But I have seen, not like I visually. Part of part of Umu would have been like a hot bed. No, I've seen them in photos. When I was in Berlin, what? I went to, I went to um, the a museum with my friend Willem, um, and I was taking photos of him, and there were like little green aliens in every single photo. What do you mean aliens? Little green, like little prosthetic men. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck are you talking about? No, like the little a little like UFO, like a little orb, a little like. You're gonna have to show me these photos. Outside I'm of gonna have to moment. show you the yeah, photos. I want to see these photos because I was like, "There's no way that light can refract in that way." Girl, we, <laughs> I feel like there's a very feasible, logical, empirical explanation for those. What I'm hearing, what I'm gathering, were little green dots. Don't you dare be a cynic. You just told me that you saw, as a child, a woman's flowing hair and robe. Oh no, I'm not a, a cynic. Family of three. I'm not a cynic because I have three solid alien stories. Okay, give solid. me, lay it on me. I feel lay like I told you thick. these before, but my. My that summer in Fangarei, twenty twelve. I feel like fun, okay. I think I, I feel like Fangarei has a darkness. <laughs> yeah, it's has a called darkness. meth. <laughs> 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 no, but Fangarei has a supernatural element to it that is inexplicable. Well, I agreed where aliens are concerned because this particular summer, it wasn't just me. I remember it was like on the front page of the Northern, Northern Advocate, which is um, Whangarei's little rag. I'm still subscribed to it, which is so cursed. Subscribed? Girl, I subscribed to the Advocate. Well, where does it go? To my old address in the bush. <laughs> oh, oh. And it's got to get there by rural post. Fuck me. Yeah, speaking of meth, it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your brain active on those routes. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even told you about my neighbour, Paul. Anyway, and the Kuni Kuni pig. <gasps> Don't call me that. <laughs> How do you? How do you? <laughs> um... I can't be- believe you don't remember this particular summer in Whangarei, or maybe you weren't living there at that Might at not that have point. been there. Well, you, maybe you were still studying at Toy in 2012. Mm. You, you I was, been, in yeah. fact, you would have been. Um, so I was, like, staying there because, like, Dad was really sick, so I was just home or whatever. But then it, like, uh, yeah, people just kept saying, like, fucking UFOs, and it was all over the paper, like, every other week. Like, in the wider Northland region, people were just seeing UFOs. What did they look like? Well, no one ever got a photo, but there was lots of lots of talk of, like, lights and, and that ball lightning phenom, which is actually very common. Which was one of one of the things that I saw in Fungaday this particular summer. So I'll tell. This is the most benign story. So I'll just start with it. So we were 
I was working at this restaurant called Reavers that is now no longer there, but it was right, right in the waterfront run by this um, this woman called Reaver, who I'm pretty sure is dead now. I mean, R.I.P. Reaver. She was of nondescript age at the time, but clearly over 80. Is she that Russian woman? No, she's very Jewish. New York Jewish as well. Oh, so the yeah, full, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You guys want a pizza? That's not a New York <laughs> accent. What the hell is that? I'm walking here. Yeah, there it is. She's there across Bank Street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the line of pack and save, get out of my way. Yeah, and R.I.P. Reva, R.I.P. Bless you, Reva. Um, but she, we, so I was serving this table, like a table of ten Americans. For some reason, I can mm. remember that vividly. Um, and then I'm like, you know, I'm working the table, like, ha ha ha. You know, I'm quite a quite a hospital pro. And then we, for some reason, everyone just stops talking all at the same time, and we all just look at each other. And then for some other unknown reason, everyone just swivels their head to the left to look out to the water. And this blue ball of light goes out of the sky and into the water. And everyone looks at the same time. Yeah. And then we all look back at each other and start screaming. You're joking me. No, I'm not joking. That happened. I'm getting shivers. That feels yeah, sick. That I feel happened. sick. Yeah. Yay, yeah. Tell that, me the next one. Happened. Tell me the okay, next, next one. Um, the next one was, and, and uh, cynically or like whatever, I could say there is some sort of logical explanation for this next story, but... It still happened. This mm. totally still happened. So I was like drinking at a friend's house around the corner from Bridget's house where I would mm. often just crash and find out eggs. It was in town, whereas my parents live out in Nonarahi. Um, and I was like, bye, Bridie. I'm going to walk home to Bridget's. And she's like, bye. So I'm like walking along the street. It's like two or three in the morning. Suddenly this silver thing comes flying out of the fucking sky. And I can hear it. And it lights everything up. And I'm like so drunk and afraid. I'm like, ah! And like roll into the gutter, <laughs> like 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 literally, I I I fall. I'm on the you fucking. You stopped, dropped, and rolled. <laughs> oh my god, you did fire safety from Harold. <laughs> and I was like on the ground shaking. I was I was so terrified. I just stayed there on the ground shaking, and for like I want to say three to five minutes. And then finally, I quickly stood up and I sprinted all the way back to Bridget's. It's like three in the morning, and I'm like, everyone wake up, wake the fuck up. So just happened to me. Wake up, yeah, everyone, yeah. get the fuck out of me, Bridget. No, literally, I was like, you're so Bridget, you stupid bitch, you're so an alien. <laughs> oh my God. After you stopped, dropped and rolled into a gutter, I yeah. think that's the default. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> Collapsed. It was, I was like, I almost had like, a heart attack, I swear to God, it was so fucking scary. It was so scary. The silver thing. I don't know what the fuck it was. It could have been like a satellite. Was it? How close was it? I could hear it. Could I you could smell hear it. it. Could you smell it? No, I couldn't smell it. I couldn't smell it. But it was enormous. It oh, lit up the entire oh. sky. And I don't know how no one else saw it. In fact, I know people did see it because, again, that was all that was on the paper that year, that in that particular summer. So people kept seeing fucking UFOs. <laughs> and then the third one didn't actually happen to me directly, but it was that same restaurant that I was Reavers. working at. Reavers. And there was a chef there who had, like, a kid or a daughter in Auckland. He'd often go for the weekend and come back. And then he came back one Monday and I was like, how was, how was your trip? How was your daughter? He was like, yeah, all good. Um, but this really weird thing happened to me in um, the Dome Valley, which I've since learned no. is... You know, I've been... So I have been to the Dome Valley. I went to a Kukukachu crazy little rave. And Sheep, Sheep World? Was it at Sheep World? It? No, it was at someone, like an old farmhouse, like on the edge of the oh, crater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we got so fucked up. And this was when I was still sort of on offy with my ex-boyfriend. And I just turn around and... There he is, and there's someone in the sheet. Anyway, this is just about Dome Valley. Just setting the context. It's also um, I've since found out that it is a, it is an internationally renowned UFO hotspot. I believe that because it has an energy about it. We slept in the tent, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I walk in. Someone's wearing a wolf head, chopping coriander in the kitchen. It was a wolf crazy. Head. Yeah. Are you sure we didn't just stream 
The Shining before you went to bed and you were just a daylight hallucinating or something? It was at night. It was at, okay, all right. It was at a party. <laughs> okay. But yeah. I, I could, believe women. But <laughs> you I'm believe, just saying. Well, everything that I've said, you've been really negative about tonight. <laughs> Leading to leading me to believe that there is some friction betwixt us that I'm not aware of. <laughs> so really, really hateful. Yeah, it's called misogyny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I and you've taken all my punchlines as well. Oh, my God. <sighs> I no, I do believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right, anyway, don't rally. Okay, don't rally, me. don't rally. So he's like, he's like, yeah, I was like, how was your trip? And he's like, yeah, it was... It was cool, but this weird thing happened, and apparently his his car like just broke down in the Dome Valley at night, which is scary enough. Like, That's, I no, that hate. area is terrifying. Terrifying. It's terrifying. terrifying. Or even like just New Zealand roads at night is so <gasps> scary. Oh my god! All right, absolute pay. I used to, yeah. when we were on that tour that I talked about last episode in Northland. I I've panicked the rest of the castmates when I was telling this horrific story. We're driving to Kaitaia <laughs> about the pig man. It's this like mythical pig. What? Man. I know. I made it up. But, <laughs> I know. I've never heard of it. I'm from Northland. I know. You're like the pig. Big man. I made it up, girl. How do you know my prison name? Yeah. You've been talking to him. <laughs> You've been fucking talking to him. Prison name? Everyone's calling you yeah. that on yeah. Your dad had no right to yeah. tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that was between me and him. Oh, my God. My poor cancerous dad. Oh, my God. Dad, I love you. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. God, God, God. Straight to hell. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So his car breaks down in the Dome, in the Dome Valley. And so he's like, he calls it AA. Is it AA or AAA? The one that helps you with the car. AA. AA. And then he was like just chilling out waiting. And, he, and then he was like to me, and then a, these were his exact words. And then a being made out of orange light. No. Yep. This is a, no, his no. exact words. Mm-mm-mm. A being made out of orange light came out of the sky and hovered next to the car for about 20 minutes. And then flew 20 away. 20 minutes. Yeah. For 20 solid minutes. And he said he was so petrified. He just didn't move. He just looked at it for that, that 20 solid minutes. And I was like, bullshit. And he was like, no, I got a photo of it. What? And I was like, bullshit. And then sure enough, he whips his phone out and shows me this photo. It's it's like it's like this orange geometric like face. It's a face. It's this fucking face. It was horrific. A face from the sky. Yeah, an orange geometric face like pixelated. Yeah. Or- yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> it's fucked. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, hate, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I know, hideous, hideous, right? I think aliens are my least favourite of all of the supernatural <laughs> elements. Give me a unicorn any day. No, because I feel like I haven't had any alien encounters in that way mm. and I just really don't wish to. Yeah, fair enough. Like, if seeing a ghost, I'd be like, as long as it's not a malevolent, malevolent ghost. Malevolent, yeah. But there's so many ghosts in theatres, I swear yeah, to God. I'm, I'm friends with artists. I don't need any more malevolence in my life. And, I'm oh, right I don't now. need any more pale beings moaning <laughs> around me. <laughs> I went to drama school, girl. <laughs> pale beings. I know. I've been to an ATC opening night. I don't need it. <laughs> need Shut it. your complaining Caucasian I'm on, mouth. And I'm on Tinder in 2022, Dylan. I don't need oh any more sort of weak, moaning individuals oh, haunting my life. <laughs> I'm over it. Speaking of ghosts, faceless profiles on Grinder. they scare the shit out of me. Do they actually? No, they're just not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think if the, if I if I'm not seeing, and there's always face, some absolute bridge troll on the other side. You oh, know you I mean? know, you know. Yeah. Well, did I tell you? Oh, did I message, tell you in New York? I um I got catfished, but I knew that I was getting catfished, so I can. How badly? Um, 
It was like pretty clear from the get go that it but was. But were you expecting an eight and then did you get like a point two? Well, he didn't show up because he started messaging me these crazy messages and then oh. offering me money. And I was like, oh. yuck. And I would have taken the money too if I wasn't so fearful for my life. <laughs> and we've all been there. And we've all been there. <laughs> and we've all been there. It was like, come on, $2,000, suck my dick. You know, like that oh, kind of. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, oh, but he probably would have killed you. The, uh, yeah. the, you know, two thousand dollars for a gobby, as if. It, that's why. That's oh. that was the most alarming detail. I could barely get eighty for it. That, too, as well. <laughs> that was the most alarming detail. I was like, oh, his sums are all off. It's a fake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I last night, and this happens to me a lot. I got a random message like from some six-year-old guy being like, "Hey, I'm looking for a sugar baby, like five grand a five grand a week." But that, five grand a week. But then the next step is they want to they want your bank details, and so it's like it's a scam. Uh, it's part yeah. of a scam. But I'm like, sugar baby scam. Yeah, but I'm like, God, my algorithms just know so much about me. These scammers know so much about me that they're like, Yeah, I'm obviously looking for a sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, they can tell. They're like, Yeah, I'm on like a file that says poor gay to them. Poor gay. <laughs> <laughs> they're targeting the poor Samuel gays. Samuel Tukani. Here lies Samuel Tukani. A poor, poor gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> a poor gay. Poor gay. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, oh, poor gay. And like, what's my digital fingerprint that it just screams poor gay? You know, what am I looking at? Do you want me to answer that? <laughs> like, like loan sharks and gangbangs, you know, that's what I'm looking at. I mean, <laughs> I will say that we quote Oliver Twist every second day. Please, sir, like, can I have some, some more? more? Yeah. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really putting the dick into Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> the artful gobbler. You know what I saw, which gave, speaking of, in the realm of the supernatural, but more in the terms of horror, mm. the thing that horrified me the most recently is that Benny drama video where he's, what? where he <laughs> pretends to, where he's a <laughs> it's that video you know the one I'm talking, about. talking about. No, where he Chavez, no he Chavez. he plays the girl who who's like I'm basically a gay man and oh, I yeah I. Ha- <laughs> I got sent. No, and he's like, see with the chromatical ball, chromatical ball, you ugly twink, <laughs> you ugly twink. It's like I'm on prep too. <laughs> like things that um, a, a, a female would say to her gay best friend. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the a girl with a lot of gay friends. Like the cringy fair cake. Yeah, yeah, cringy fair cake stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I felt I've never felt so attacked <laughs> in my life. I'm on, I'm on prep too. In your defence, I mean. Um, sexually active women should be on prep because HIV is not just for gay men. Exactly, and I think they're more statistically prone to getting it as well. Like that specific cross section of the population is, is sexually active women in their late twenties, early thirties. Yes, so you are very vulnerable. My flex, my People elastic think, puss is wide open. <laughs> my, my elastic, absorbent my elastic puss. puss. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my, my god. elastic. Absor- I love that trapeze artist border in silks. <laughs> they're not silks. <laughs> Oh my God. She's wrecked herself up. Yeah. <laughs> Those are flaps. Oh my God. Yuck. Oh, owie. Owie, owie. 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 Baby, no. Well, so you, the, your only alien experience is that um, photo, photographic glitch. That, and Yeah, the photographic glitch. That's yeah. only my first-hand one, but then I feel like I've been surrounded by a lot of alien stories. Are you about to get all anti-immigration? Is that? Oh, I, would t- I want to apply for an O-1 visa, which is an alien visa. For America. Oh, one. That's what it's called. Oh, the lottery, lottery green card, or is this different? It's a different one. It's a different one. But it's really boring. Let's not speak of it. <laughs> <laughs> one holiday to New York. I'm moving. <laughs> I'm moving again. No. no I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know.
Yeah. <laughs> I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. And I feel really I feel really like yearny at the moment. Like I'm very quick to attach at the moment and I don't yeah. know why. It's really irksome. It's been a rough couple of years. We were talking about this. Like I think Auckland's going to blow this summer because it's been the first full year of work people have had in two or three years. 100%. Consecutive successive lockdowns and people are losing it. You know, Absolutely cuckoo-cuchoo losing it. Myself included. I'm not exempt from that camp. I'm, I'm in my last febrile brain cell. Like, I know. You know. I don't write. I'm experiencing odd haptic resistance to basic daily tasks. Truly. I'm going to do my laundry tomorrow and it's like. It's killing you with anxiety. Yeah, it really is. And I think also when I'm in this space, I'd, I'd love to hear what you think about this as well, is if I'm feeling like, ugh. Like, I'm crazy. I don't know what's going on. And, like, in reality, I'm tired and burnt out and overworked of my own doing. We had one too many Benzos. I will 100% my first port of call before anything else, tarot and astrology. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had to get out of the habit of watching tarot videos on YouTube. I would fall asleep to them. I just like that. Baba Yaga, whatever her name is. <laughs> Baba um, Yaga? No, <laughs> that's a <laughs> Russian Yaga. witch. Yeah, yeah. Baba Jolie, Baba Jolie. Oh, Baba Jolie. <gasps> Oh, because she's got a, that stop. British accent. It's quite nice. No, she doesn't have a, She's like, hello, my little angels, my little sweeties, come in. Is that Baba Jolie. Is she not British? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, I can't do accents, and clearly I can't recognize It's because it's not so. Oliver Twist. I'm not about to get a job <laughs> as a UN interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> I just like having, like, the things, like, being talked to sleep. That's really nice. Like, if I wasn't watching like terror videos to fall asleep to i used to fall into like a k-hole of watching or just listening to emily blunt videos like interview like of her interviews and who would begrudge you that yeah she's so soothing she's so soothing she's so so poised i watched that mary poppins sequel maybe too many times for an adult man she's so good even a gay identified one you also loved jungle cruise and i will i've watched it several times i think emily blunt is magnetic in that film (laughs) <laughs> I think she's fucking magnetic and Dwayne Johnson is so fucking hot Oh my god I want to insert his whole bald head In my sloppy bucket cunt like, Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> Far out <laughs> I want to you just wanna, him You want to sit on his head and swallow it whole Take me to the island <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> mm, Yummy Oh my <laughs> god! But astrology. What? I I can't remember if we talked about astrology in the other episodes, but I'm just we haven't talking. talked at all. Oh, we, we briefly talked about our sun, our um. Chart. profiling ourselves in as well. So you're obviously an Aries girl. I am an Aries sun, mm. Gemini moon, Sagittarius rising, mm. and the rest of my chart is also Kukukachu. Uh, my my Mars and Mercury are in Pisces. Yeah, that's a lot. It is a lot. A lot. My Venus is in Aries. Whoopsie daisies. And Jupiter's in Virgo. Um, Jupiter's in Virgo. My mid he- my mid heaven is in Leo in the tenth house. Hence the quest for fame. Um, what else? What else are the big ones? I think Aries, Moon, and Sun are all pretty pretty important. But then it just it, you know the ha- um, like all well, the planets have different like dominions and and effects and yeah. things like that. You know, I mean. What are we? What are we talking about? What we're just talking about in the car? We're talking about how like the full moon tonight is in Taurus, and then my only Taurus placement is it's like Aries. Yeah, I mean not Aries, Mars and Mars. Mars. Yeah, yeah, Mars and Mars and Taurus. So that's like and Mars. If you don't know astrology, get the fuck off this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, your Mars is how is like your 
You're approached to conflict. Yes. Yeah. How you assert yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I assert myself in a way that's sort of dreamy and intuitive. Where's your Mars? Pisces. Oh, fuck, that's right. Jesus I know, but wept. that's why it's all very like, like there's the Aries sun, fire, but then it sort of comes across like, ooh. Mine's Taurus. I'm a battering ram. If I don't want you, you in my life, I'll just push you out with no subtlety. And I love that about you. <laughs> Zero subtlety. I know. I've got no Taurus in my chart whatsoever. Really? Not an ounce of it. Which is why I famously hate them. (laughs) Yeah, Hannah is, of course, referring to the fact that she told our flatmate, my flatmate at the time, who was a Taurus, that she there's nothing she detests more on God's green earth than a Taurus. Did you ever know he was a Taurus at that point? I don't know. (laughs) You were just picking up on the vibes. I was picking up on the the vibes. vibes. Yeah, Picking up on the vibes. I think it's funny that um, there's a weird, like, sort of false dichotomy uh, between astrology and cryptocurrency where... um, both of them are sort of like these ethereal subscriptions, I guess, mm. or intangibles. But um, having an, uh, being a fan of or having a, an affinity for a knowledge of crypto is deemed like masculinist. Yes. And astrology is, is feminist. I was just so about crypto to... Crypto s- is the practicum and astrology is the trivia or something, you know, like so I was, weird. I love that you brought this up because I was just about to say, if you hate astrology, it's you misogyny. You hate women. You and hate why women. Why do you hate women? Why do you hate women? Why do you hate women? Because they're more powerful than you and also hotter I don't listen you. to Beyonce. And why do yeah. you hate women? <laughs> <laughs> No, because I feel like it's a, like, what? Yeah, you're so right. What is the difference? Yeah, what's the, I mean, obviously they are two very different things and all their thingness or whatever, but the fact that the they, relationships there's this them. weird false dichotomy about it yeah. now that, like, girls like astrology and boys like crypto, like, it's just, it's such a superficial gendering, you know, it's bizarre. It's crazy. It's so bizarre. Um, I mean, I, that said, I wouldn't know the first fucking thing about crypto. Neither. Blockchain. Is it a top of Lego? I don't know. That's words to me. (laughs) The one time where I lived in the house with straight men, um, they all had crypto. And I just was astounded. Hasn't it all tanked? Tim or no? Yeah. Tim? No, it was. Uh, Tim, what's happened to crypto? It's tanked. 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 Yeah, it's tanked. Suck it! (laughs) (laughs) And astrologers forever! (laughs) (laughs) But I just think it's it's a useful tool for reflection. Like whether or not. Crypto. No. <laughs> that too. <laughs> cryptic. Um, cryptic. Astro- I find astrology is a really useful tool for reflection. I know we've talked about this a lot. I really like the storytelling of it. I like one hundred percent. It's also like a, it's a, you know, it's a storage of cultural knowledge. You know, it's a sort of like cultural mnemonic. You know, it's yes. You know what I mean? I think that's Liddy's. That's what I like about it. I think also it like. It's it's definitely like a lot of white people and they're reaching for some sort of like ancient knowledge and culture that has been filtered out through their own doing of colonisation. And I think up until like, um, God, up until, I don't know who it was specifically that sort of expelled it from from, um, the clergy, but it won won the clergy. I love it when you talk about the clergy. (laughs) Which is often. (laughs) But at one point, like astrology was a um, pretty – like central part of fuck, I don't know, th- theologian practice. Mm. You know, like mm. I I'm assuming that it had something to do with like, um, you know, this pure pure puritanical splitting of the church. So like either the Huguenots well, or the Protestants. Pa- like think about pa- like paganism is all entwined with astrology because pagan is is like about the sort of the coexistence of everything, right? Like the earth and the seasons and the way that the stars move and like the a sort of kitchen sink holism type of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but with way more uh, big large stones. And I obviously I really like astrology and I'm really attracted to like the sort of archetypes and the storytelling of the archetypes and things like that. But once it gets to things like 
trines, squares, six Trine tuplets, squ- whatever. That I fucking feels know. difficult. It's like I failed maths all through high school. All through high so school. So did I. Yeah. And I started failing it on purpose. Yeah, I couldn't be motivated then. I'm certainly yeah. not going to be motivated Absolutely now. Absolutely not. Not even for astrology. Not even for astrology. Not for him, not for her, not for you. But my other favourite thing that you do is every time we have a few drinks, and so Sam is a very accomplished tarot reader. And so I want to talk about tarot, but first... Every time we get pissed, I make him read my chart. Which is not the vibe. It's really not the vibe. It's so poisonous. It's so toxic. It's so toxic. I've definitely had to learn to put in some boundaries there, actually. Uh. (laughs) Because I can be very, very forceful. Yeah, Yeah, cardboard boundaries. Cardboard boundaries. That's my airy son. (laughs) (laughs) Little does. But no, I I also love tarot for that reason. Like, obviously, I had, like, an adolescent fixation or obsession with the tarot as, like, a divinatory tool. You know, as a teenager, you have all have all these like power fantasies, and you're drawn to things like tarot mm. and astrology and palm reading for that reason. Thank you, J.K. Rowling. You know, um, you fucked up too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, like, more than more than that, now I love it as like, yeah, this like mnemonic mnemonic tools as a as a system of archetypes, and mm. and also as a really interesting like term of of um what do we call it like stigmatized knowledges you know what i mean like mm. and like it's just it's 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 a, it's a, as a like a as a book as a text it's a certain age it's passed through like different epochs and it's it has traces of of everywhere it's been visibly on it because it's a, a visual register you know like, yes i find that really fascinating and do you know that the original rider weight tarot cards were illustrated by a black woman i did not know that how work of you? How work of me? <laughs> well, I saw the original deck at MoMA in New York, where I recently was. Oh, cool. That's really cool. I know, isn't yeah. it? But I thought that was also amazing that the original deck of tarot cards was being preserved in that way next to, like, a bloody Henri Magritte. Well, because you know? they, they are such an interesting cultural artifact. 100%. Like, like, so interesting. And the whole, like, the, the all of that... Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of the era, but it's like, you know, like they go into the house and it's like the early, early 1900s, turn of the centuries, like the golden dawn and the secret society. Oh, yeah, like um, that uh, spiritual, spiritualist revival. That's when, yeah, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it was... Seance. And it, a lot of that stuff Seance. was also really um, concomitant with Egyptology. Okay, what does concomitant mean? Uh, like, um, <laughs> like a lot of... So that spiritualism stuff... Um, sort of arrived at the same time as a, a sort of aristocratic interest in ancient Egypt, it, but it, it's as an Orientalism. Do you know what I mean? So as yeah. like a sort of exoticized, fetishized racial other, mm. or as a, um, I guess, sort of as imperialism was sort of reaching a, a, a logical conclusion where it certainly felt like there were was no more new terrain to be charted and mapped and raped and pillaged, etc. This like interest in <coughs> um, lost or mystery schools and knowledges and things like mm. that belong, were projected onto a racialized other. So Egypt was sort of orientalized at the mm. same time as 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 spiritualism started becoming really popular in these aristocratic circles. So that's that's one of my favorite aesthetic aesthetically, that is one of my favorite moments in history. You know, like Golden Dawn, yeah. really heavily orientalized <laughs> ancient <laughs> Egypt, stuff like that. You know, I mean without without that whole um Eyes era, wide shut, all of it. Uh, the mummy, Rachel <laughs> was oh my- Brendan Fraser at his absolute hottest. Oh, and Brendan Fraser was. It. I mean, George of the Jungle. I was. I George masturbated furiously to that film as a. I think I must have been like eight or nine. I think that was one of my sexual awakenings. Was George Fuck that yes. and Ricky Martin? Oh yeah, Ricky. Um, I had a poster of Ricky Martin above my bed, and I'd kiss it goodnight, and I wore it at the lips. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, he was absolutely <laughs> not straight. 
<laughs> Did that matter? Does that matter to me? Absolutely not. Was he fucking his nephew? Yeah. Oh, gosh. The global south is crazy. It's crazy, <laughs> you guys. The global consciousness. But so, Sam, you've done, you do tarot on Sundays. What I used to, but I haven't been doing it because I'm moving. Doing, but you've done my tarot so many times, so many times, because I always make you do it. Um, <laughs> what What is the experience like? Of of reading someone's tarot, like what is what is the thoughts, feelings? What's the process? Feels exactly like writing, because really, yeah, because you're like um, responding to the. Can you like talk it out? It's reading, it, like you're. I, it's just a really in depth type of reading. Mm. So the tarot is like this is what I also like about it as well. It's like a mnemonic device, but also a critical tool, you know. And it, and it invites a certain way of reading. It forces you to relate relate to this like. A set of images in a, in a certain way, and you're within that that limited. Because obviously, within the in the within the tarot, there's only seventy eight cards, you know. Mm. But that doesn't mean there's only seventy eight viable or possible meanings. Because once you start doing spreads, because I like to do that solar cross, there's like mm. you know ten to twelve cards in that cross. Once you start reading into or hypertextually, the readings become potentially uh, like limitless, mm. even within within like a limited set. I, that's so exciting to me. You know what I mean? Like. And once I had a sort of, because I'd been looking at tarot or or kind of just, I don't know, studying it in a really hobbyist sort of way for the last, God, ever since I was like 14. And I suddenly got to a the certain point. The witch of the north. The, the witch <laughs> of the north. The wicked witch Fuck of Whangarei. And then, but there was, there was a saturation point, like a drop off where suddenly my sort of like um, book knowledge of each card turned into like. An a, intrinsic knowledge. A, yeah. And, and between cards an intuitive sort of approach where I could be like, oh, this card means that and this card means that. And so obviously together they could, they could potentially signify this or that concrete situation. Gorgy. Yeah. It's, it's because I love reading. I'm addicted to reading. It's one, yeah. one of my vices. Um, and tarot is just an extension of that. Do you feel like that you're picking up on the person, you're just focusing on the cards or... Oh, complete charlatan, babe. Is that what you're saying? Ah! Is, that, is that what you're trying to ask me? No, it's not. I'm just interested in like... snake oil in my bag and a bossom. <laughs> <laughs> if I can buy some. Oh my god! You know, oh my god, that actually, I've got uh, the facts have left the building, so I'm not even going to go the down there. The facts road. have left the building. <laughs> Nothing describes this moment in my life more accurately than that sentence. <laughs> the facts have left the building. The facts have left the building. <laughs> Basically, there's this chick in New York who was uh, accused of fraud, and now she's selling sn- like something snake it's oil. Snake oil. <laughs> oh my god! What's her name? Charlotte. Someone. I can't remember. Rampling. Charlotte Rampling. <laughs> Charlotte Rampling. <laughs> it was just amazing in Dune. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What about a psychic? Have you ever been to, like, an a- actual psychic? No, and I've always wanted have to. Never, no, yes, I have. never been? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, oh, I have. yeah. I've, so, clearly, you have been. Oh, my God. Clearly, Clearly, I this has been to a psychic. Girly. Yeah. She's like... I'm waiting for you in Myers Park. And I was like, oh, oh my God. So I trot tr- down to Myers Park and she basically, and she tells me all this hectic stuff. She was like, she, which is what your tarot readings have told me before, which is always just um, dump your boyfriend and focus on your work. Oh, yeah, every, every, I, I don't need to do <laughs> which is what, um, that. Which girl. is what I'm often told and I don't know why. It's so crazy. I feel compelled to tell everyone that <laughs> without Oh my charity. God. Do you know, on this absolute side note, um, there was an article in the spinoff about the best tweets ever done in New Zealand, and one of them was John Campbell replying to Lucy Z's tweet, which was Lucy Z's tweet was like, "What do you do if your boyfriend? If what do I do now that the, I realize that the man I'm dating pronounces Nicholas Nick Lace?" 
And John Campbell just responded saying, drop him. <laughs> I think that's the most John. John Campbell, if you're listening to this, I love you and I'd love to have you around for dinner. Yeah, I can spot an ally. <laughs> I can spot an ally. I remember one time I served him coffee at 8.30. Oh, yeah. And my friend, friend Tosco working the machine, we kind of like lost our shit. We we're like, oh my God, Johnny, you should be prime minister. And he was like, oh, God, I don't have the capacity for that, but thanks, kids. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's got an amazing Spotify play. Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, also, he's got an amazing buddy. <laughs> he does. Okay. <laughs> he does. Do not. You can see he's snatched under those little Barker's suits. His freshly pressed. Are they Barker's? Oh, that'd be Crane Brothers hard. Yeah. I'm going to slum it at Barker's. <laughs> <laughs> Barker's, which is not, for a sponsor. <laughs> not in that, Paisley. That's Crane Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the psychic told me all this hectic <laughs> shit, and then I gave her 50 bucks. And 50 bucks? That's that. That's how much she charged. The only thing that she got so off was that she was like, she told me that I was a Scorpio. And I was like, I'm simply not a Scorpio. <laughs> oh, you're joking. You met a random psychic in a park. She told you something that was inaccurate. <laughs> You're being so hateful. <laughs> well, Tommy Featherman dragging me behind the all-strong cart. Oh I can't believe yeah. it. But it is crazy. Uh, <laughs> just to reflect back, you gave me this really intense reading in the 37 days, which we've prior referenced on yes, this podcast, yes, yes. which was the infamous time when I came back from tour and Samuel and I um, connected, didn't leave each other's side for 37 days and drank wine pretty much. I was having three bottles of red wine a day. Yeah. T- minimum. T- yeah, minimum. I was eating one meal a day and it was a mix spicy at 3 a.m. I had skin grey as a seal's ass. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, we were not right. <laughs> no, no, we were we were kicked. We we're currently drinking little coffees that we got at the mobile on the corner of K Road, and we've almost been kicked out of this so many times. I was, try, I was trying to beg them to make me an espresso during the lockdown. Obviously, they weren't no, allowed to use it. And do you remember the time we went in and we're screaming something chronic? We're like crawling on the floor. Chronic. I think you mean slur. You really want to say that now? No, no I don't. No, <laughs> I don't want to repeat that. Anyway, you were telling a story. So there's something about the psychic. She got wrong. Oh, yeah, she got wrong. She got, my, she got my star sign wrong. And I was really disappointed because I felt like her other advice was quite good. And I think for me in those moments where I'm feeling a bit like, oh, I know deep down I know what I'm up to and I know what I need and I know what to do. But there feels something f- like fate or like for it's like fortuitous or something when a random person that you don't know or doesn't know the in- intricacies of my day-to-day life is like, Dallin, Dallin, you need a cup of green tea. Like I'm like, <laughs> I, ne- I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. But you, you see a therapist today. Yeah. that's what you asked me before. What, what, was, what does it feel like to give people tarot readings? More often than not, it feels like I'm a substitute for therapy. Because people will tell you stuff. Yeah. And I've had a couple of people that I give regular tarot readings to that I've had to like strangers because obviously I yeah. used to take money for it and or whatever. Um, but and he will take money for everything. Yeah, from, everything from anyone and everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you want me to or not. Yeah. <laughs> Consent, non-negotiable. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spread that. <laughs> but like I financial, could, financial, financial. I could financial. literally tell. Like I'd have to just politely tr- have to try and like stop certain people from. Oversharing. The offloading, you yeah. know, like, because I'm, you know, I don't know you. I don't want to do you a fucking emotional labor for you. You're paying me for a tarot reading. 
I'm doing. I'm going as fast as I can because I know you're you're about to burst like a zit. Oh my god! I'm gonna. Yeah. Oh, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like the Clyde Dam drowning or the little mining. One huts. poor girl in particular. It's often people who are going through breakups as well. Or oh just had my a breakup. god! They're the ones who are like classic. Yeah, they they don't just want a tarot reading. They've got this like pleading in their eyes. They want a friend. They do. There's nothing worse than a breakup. I mean, there's many things worse, but a breakup is a... I feel like Sedan would big to do Oh, my God. But I feel like a a breakup is a significant type of pain that literally makes you go cuckoo crazy. Yeah, it really does. really, really does. My God. Ow. Big time. Ow, ow. Ow, ow, ow. Owies. Oh, that's maudlin. What's the (laughs) most... Okay, well, that's fucked me right (laughs) What have you ever given someone a reading that has just like completely surprised you that you're like, okay, how the fuck is this coming through right now? How am I saying what I'm saying? No, no, no. I just generally like, we'll just read the cards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm channeling anything or whatever. And I'll even yeah. sometimes, if I can feel the person is particularly skeptical, I'll, I'll say that as a sort of over at remit before I start the reading. I'll be like, look, all I'm doing is, is reading the cards. Obviously, in this particular moment we're both sort of suspending disbelief and just going with this so there's, mm. a, there's a performance to it as well love that <clears throat> mm. there's a theater there's a, a theater a mutual theater what um because let's talk about witchcraft oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah obviously having a teen obsession with, with terror i had a teen obsession with witchcraft as well and it's something that I've also, I've just been drawn to my entire life i'm like you know that i'm obsessed with the occult I've, i only yeah. have heaps of occult books who practice various things, but it's more of a trial and error vibe with me. And you know intuitive. I mean? Yeah. Intuitive. Yeah. Like I don't subscribe to any sort of particular like singular practice or walk. No. When like I'm certainly not gonna walk around as a non African Caribbean person and be like, I do hoodoo, you know what I mean? Like that's <gasps> or whatever. <laughs> and we're not gonna see you just like cir- I feel cir- weird telling people I enjoy yoga, you know, so I'm certainly not gonna You're not gonna be sitting there circling in the wind and be like, I'm a witch and yeah. I control the yeah, <laughs> yeah. elements. Yeah. Oh my god. Mine enemies beware. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just <laughs> knocked this with my teeth. I'm a crazy. crazy. <laughs> well, s- Sames, as in like I have a little practice. But then when I was in New York, I went I to Enchantment. You said you went to that amazing shop. Oh my God, I went to Enchantments. It's a witch shop. And I walked in and that's when I was like, oh shit, they fucking know this stuff. These witches were like, <laughs> they were like, and Aries approaches. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and go. they gave me a, so I bought from them a candle. They carved me a candle for, and it's beautiful. You showed me that candle. I showed you the Probably, candle, yeah. and I had to let it burn for five days. And they gave me three oils: one oil for like a love uncrossing to like kind of rid sort of any extra ex boyfriend in a joie. <laughs> Do you mean a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah, it was like a AK forty seven. And then they gave me an oil for protection. And let me tell you, I was not I was not mugged once in New York. I didn't have anything happen to me. And the third oil they gave me is called the Cleopatra oil. Mm. And my God, it's like it's like a it's not like a sex oil, as in like you you get fucked. I know, but it's I got a whiff of that on the weekend. Girl, so you put it it like lures people to you. And I tell you what, it works. I put it on and I went to a bar and I was like a pig and shit. I was the hottest girl in the room. No one could tell. It was like a snake pit around me. I was like Medusa's head. You know what else makes you feel like that though? A couple of lines of cocaine. I'm 
Well, I didn't have any cocaine on Saturday night. No, and I did get a whiff of that stuff on you, and it smelled amazing. And it also gave me that, like, the first whiff gave me, like, a, a sort of haptic rush. Yeah. It was like an, an exhilaration. Like, yeah. oh, what is that? And you're like, and who is that? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's me. And, yes, my titties are this big. <laughs> crazy, cuckoo, crazy. But, and then they gave me, they also gave me a bath for prosperity. Oh, like a, a bath bomb. Yeah, I've got some of it. I smuggled it through customs. Have you <laughs> and I don't have, but I unfortunately don't have a bath, so yeah. it's a, so it's going to be a really buzzy shower. Oh my god, <laughs> my, my, a buzzy shower. <laughs> just you know when you when you shower, just floods a little bit, just up to your ankles, because you haven't unclogged the hair in the in the pipe. Or when you're having a weepy slide down the wall, and you kind of pass <laughs> out, and you wake up, and you realise the bathroom's flooding. I'm a professional actor. I'm all too familiar with a weepy slide. <laughs> <laughs> As every young mum knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were they honestly, I feel like what what was in, so intriguing to me being in this shop and like with professional which is also from North America, which is a, a, a diff, like a feels like a very different energy. See like the seasons are really different and <laughs> yes, sound, we all understand the difference like, between the north, <laughs> north, northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere. Were you aware, Tim? Were you aware? I'm aware now. Oh it feels good. Feels god. good to know more. Oh my god! You know, <laughs> <laughs> feels good to know more. Okay, the facts have left the building. <laughs> the facts I love really that. that that's building. my new low back tattoo. Um, yeah, I was the the knowledge was they were they were really methodical, I think, and less mm. intuitive. I found, but really like, okay, this plus this equals this plus this equals this. And I was like, wowee, it's a full-on craft. Okay, but then the other thing, the, other, the last story that I wanted to tell mm-hmm. is, so when Sam and I worked together at Coco's Cantina Infamously in 2018, um, the first night that we were wasted, do you remember this? Yeah, we are so yeah. drunk and <laughs> Sam was like, no, I can't drink Chardonnay. And I was like, why is that? Because I see dead people. <laughs> Clearly I was wasted. So wasted. You're like, no, no, I won't. We went to Charlie's. We went to Charlie's <sighs> and we were playing on the pokies and I forced Samuel to do a spell on the bogey machine so he, we would win and you were so reluctant. You were like, no, girl, I'm not doing it. I'm not. This is not the time of place. This is not the safe delusion. magic. The, this is not safe magic. And I was like, fucking delusion. and I was like, you oh fucking do it. You fucking do it. And you were like, okay. And they were just letting us smoke inside. We didn't, e- we didn't even win. No, we didn't win. We didn't win, <laughs> we didn't win a fucking penny. <laughs> they weren't letting us smoke inside. You were just smoking inside. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, that's what I was wishing for when I was casting. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, delusional. Completely delusional. Um, well, that's time for us. That's time for that's us. Time and for that's us. the supernatural girlies. So, um, We've just scra- scratched the surface, though, haven't we? We've just scratched the yeah. mere surface. It's a, the tip of a very intriguing iceberg. So light your candles. Hi. <laughs> Hold your wands high. Hold your wands high. Don't pay the psychic in Myers Park 50 bucks. And carpe diem. And seize the day. <laughs> okay, Audis. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Mwah. We're rats in the gutter. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Build, 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 build